Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Welcome back to Projector Lunchcast, episode 35. My name is Marcel. I'm stoked that for once I don't have to just talk to Richard, who is still here. Hey, Richard. Hello. But there's also um, Basti. I'm back. <laughs> Basti, who has un- tried to unsuccessfully, as you can hear, kick off his career as a Deckard Kane uh, impersonator. Uh, but he eventually get there. You know, just Basti, just keep going east, I hear. Basti, can you appraise this for me? <laughs> uh, it was not really working out. I tried hard, but at the end, uh, nothing. It didn't even matter. It didn't even matter. And maybe I should come back to my my second uh, career path uh, in that wonderful, wonderful, uh, very successful podcast. Oh yeah, that's yeah. weird because I thought your second career path was a a Deckard Kane themed uh, go go dancer. That's all he's got. Deckard Kane themed everything. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. It was really Coming awkward. Go, go, go this episode, busty right? for your for your kid's birthday as Deckard King. Terrible as a wedding officiator. <laughs> You're both demons. <laughs> uh you know, which is probably not not that different from like, you know, weddings in some part of like the Midwest or something. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Get a theme. So before we get to uh, something more lighthearted than Busty's attempts to make you know make money from, from the corpse of Deckard Kane. Um, we have to honor timed honor traditions because that's what we do in this podcast. Wait, we honor timed honor traditions. Wait, but... wait. Are you not going to explain to our listeners why we sound like they just joined the worst team in Call of Duty? Well, yes, dear listeners. Uh, I want you to save it for later, but since Richard seems to be impatient, um, I need to know. Congratulations to you. If you know in the past you missed you missed huge media events like the moon landing or the Iraq war being live broadcast on your TV. Congratulations, you are part of, of broadcasting of media history because this is the first ever time that the Projector Lunchcast is not recorded at uh, Projector Lunchcast Towers, yeah, in the Projector yeah. Lunchcast studio, in yeah. the Projector Lunchcast cave. In front of a live it's audience. That, it's, it, yes, exactly. Which it, explains it, all that, the laughs we got. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, instead, it is for the first time being recorded um, from uh, the, the Marcel Mansion the Richard Cave and wherever the fuck Busty is these days. Why, why am I in a cave? Because you're Batman. That dude, that was a compliment. That's way cooler than me. What superhero lives in a mansion? Wait, wait Marcel. Also, uh, fucking Batman. Brooding. Uh, okay, so I live. Okay, so Marcel Towers, like like Iron Man. God. Um, and Busty. What superhero would Busty be? Like Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> and, the, and the Busty Pond. I, I take the 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 latest uh, movie. Cinema, DC Universe, uh, Aquaman. I, uh, I, yeah, I think you're very Momoa, Momoa-esque. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mine, I mean, Busty smells like a Dr. Rocky. And, uh, People say that to him all the time. Face. Yeah, it's Momoa, yeah. They do, they it say that Momoa. all the time. They're like, Jason? He's like, nope, I get that a lot. 
Okay, so now much. that this has been cleared up, yes. apologies to your listeners. Um, as most of you, hopefully, um, we are uh, following government advice on the COVID-19 pandemic. So we try to stay home as much as possible, which really for social butterflies like Richard and myself, it's a huge change because normally at this time of day, I've been a club surrounded by hip, energetic people. Is, is it called dancing what they do? Uh, what we do? Dancing, right? No, not what you do. Okay, but what people do. What people do, yeah. So I, normally at this time of day, we would be dancing or engaging in other millennial activities. Yeah. But due to recent events, we are at home recording podcasts. It's true, but I'm, I'm still wearing the tuxedo. I've never seen you dance in a tuxedo. I, well, I mean, maybe because we're not at work at this time, but uh, it's also not even lunchtime. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have to come up with a new name for this one. <laughs> Anyways, I'll leave yeah. that to post-production. Uh-huh. See, I use technical terms now, like post-production or uh, dancing. Uh-huh. So um, before we get to today's actual topic, mm-hmm. let's talk about the time-honored tradition of honoring time-honored games that came out on this day in history, today being March 19th. Because let's be honest, you got nothing fucking better to do at this time than listen to our podcast on the day it comes out. Thank God. And uh, I have to appreciate, you know, just going through my list here, like how amazing the names of video games were back in the day. Because on this day in history, we had releases such as Cyberspin, yeah. Biometal, Jungle oh. Wars 2. Oh, yeah. The Twisted Tales of Spike McFang, which is amazing. Whoa. What is that? Super Metroid. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Which nobody probably ever played. What? what? Um, is, is, that, is that the first one on the Super Nintendo? or? Uh, move on. The first one on the Super Nintendo. Um, there's Battle Circuit, which is also an amazing name. Like, really, I appreciate like the names back in the day. Yeah. Um, there are, however, some actually some good or relevant games, unlike Metroid. Um, Decent Free Space has has one of you guys played that one? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, de- I love that. Descent. Uh, that's what I said, yeah. Because I thought mm-hmm. you meant like just really good Free Space. It was a decent game, yes. Ah, decent but, yes, free, descent, space. free Space. Free Space, a spin-off of the popular. What, what was that genre called? Six, six, six axis. Uh, yeah, something six, like that. No, six not six degree. axis. Six That's a controller. Yeah, six, yeah. But yeah, like so, it was a. I think it's still regarded as one of the great space dogfighter yeah. games, right? Yeah, those are cool. Descent games are fun. From the creators of such games as uh, Agents of Mayhem uh-huh. and Get Out of Hell. Ah. Uh, uh, they do. Yeah, you would. Are they doing another Saints Row? Yes, they are. Awesome. Probably going to be announced this year. Then we had games like Disney Pixar's Monsters, Inc., which sounds like something that Richard would play to get gamer score on his Xbox. How dare you? Um, but actually, there's one, Richard, I really would love to hear your thoughts on. Yeah, go. Because on this day, uh, March 19th in, uh, what year was it? 2014? Mm-hmm. 2014, a game was released called The Collectibles for iPad, uh, for iOS and Android. Ooh. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? No. What's that? Uh, tell us about yeah, it. tell us about The Collectibles. So The Collectibles is a, a graphically impressive for its time uh-huh. a mobile game where you um, play and collect via cards, I think it was, right? Yeah. A, a group of uh, heroes that was kind of like a a, um, a tribute to the Expendables uh, by Crytek. 
Cool. And um, one or more people that I spend a lot of time with <laughs> may have contributed to this project in, the, in their past. Perhaps a little. I, I would say that I'd be worried that I'm not in the credits, but that's probably the same for every Crytek game. I think I am in the credits, actually, for my many full contributions to the game. Kind of kind of ruin that joke but sure yeah, well Marcy, good um, for you good for also you one game, there, there was actually one game that came out in 2013 that i liked but most people dislike and that's gears of war judgment where you play as my man baird you fucking love baird because you are the baird of life didn't you say the other day i was what's his name like the 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 sky pirate guy no no i was mistaken because the difference is i like both here well, you can you can like more than one. I don't know, pirate. no, no. If I'm thinking about it, are you more likely to be a suave uh, sky pirate that hangs out with a a hot bunny lady, or would you wear goggles for no fucking reason? It's the goggles, I've, right? I've I've never worn goggles. If you picked up, if you got goggles at like a trade show, you'd wear. No. Them. I mean, maybe there's a difference. How between the fuck would I wear the, goggles over the sunglasses I constantly wear? No, you 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 would wear the sunglasses over your eyes. Busty, Busty, you would wear goggles, right? Like, a, I can see a no. steampunk Busty. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can see steampunk Busty, but his goggles would be around his top hat. So, true story, we have a top hat. <laughs> also, true story, I hate steampunk. Yeah, like, you, steampunk, are, yeah no, 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 no. If you want to get fancy, get, oh, a, no. get a top hat or whatever, 19th century oh. dress, it's fine, it's cool. Yeah. And dandy. But just, like, Putting cockwheels and goggles and all this like stupid. What kind of wheels? Please, please pronounce G more clearly on cog. Cog. We're, we're on low quality microphones or audio setups. We got to be careful. Ah, that's true. So I never found it found it like cool or edgy or whatever. If you just put that stuff and glue it on nineteenth century stuff, that makes no sense. So here's a question for you, right? Yeah. Like like with the top hats and people put I mean like like on you know, on like a military like on a combat helmet, like you have you have goggles on there you can just pull them down. But like how does it work on a top hat? Like there's no way you can pull no the goggles sense. over the over the crest of the hats. How does that work, Richard? Explain I mean, no the goggles are on a stretchy band. Uh, it's it's steampunk elastic. They had that, and you'd stretch the goggles down from your hat. No, that would flip the hat backwards off your head. Ooh. Shit. Why the fuck is like any steampunk world explaining why steam engines are so powerful? Like, what the fuck? You sound like a Guns of Icarus player. Oh, I fucking love Guns of Icarus. Uh, I have I have once heard people talk about Guns of Icarus. I sung, no joke, hundreds of hours in that game. Yeah, you used to stream that game, right? Yeah. Beautiful. No Did you die there. as often as in the other game you streamed with Richard? Yeah, I think you can still see some of the VODs for that. You can watch uh, you can watch uh, Basti play uh, Dark Souls 2 very well. That's a, that's a good question. You need to check. Yeah. That I stuff is still in that library. At least save the spider part. My God. I once played Dark Souls 2. We all know that your combined total for the the Dark Souls series is under six hours because that's how long you can play it before you refund it, right? Uh, that's probably true. Very good. So, anyways, um, now that we've gotten our weekly segment of Shame the Marcel out <laughs> of the way, we can move on to to something different. And yeah, as we mentioned initially, um, <clears throat> at times are tough. Uh, Abasti has to make do trying to impersonate dead video game characters. Richard does whatever the fuck Richard does, and I'm sitting at home as are a lot of you and so we thought you know what what could be a cheerful and fun topic 
and we thought we will discuss some of the you know fun feel-good games that you can play while uh, being isolated at home um bunker jams 2020 podcast, hopefully so yeah gentlemen who uh, come on Basti, you haven't been had, didn't have a chance yet to say much because yeah. Richard keeps interrupting you the way he interrupted she, nick it's terrible so as you might know, as I was uh, fighting against a mutated uh, zombie virus and uh, other nasty stuff in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, I had um, some time to uh, anticipate that lockdown a little bit earlier than you guys. And um, I played, actually I played a lot of things. Um, I restarted or played again um, Lost Odyssey. Wonderful fucking game. Um, I played it until disc three roughly disc three before i realized it's a wonderful it's like 25 hours 27 hours in or something yeah and it's a wonderful game before i realized that the you did not get all the chests i did not get all the chests no one Um, has all the chests but while the combat is like well designed in the sense of that every single combat encounter and every new area gives you a new challenge you know like a matter of um constellation and resistances and all this kind of like stuff as soon as you have figured that out it's very boring because all that like super fancy shit you usually have in jrpgs like summoning uh, materials or whatever is not there and i got kind of bored that's then that's I, a shame yeah it is a shame because i really like that game i like that story it's still like uh, still like i like the the boss fights in general are amazing yeah like yeah, most uh, bosses the, in that game kick you in the teeth the, the first time. Thousand years of dreams, all that stuff. But to be honest, it hasn't aged that well in a sense of that the combat is very slow and kind of boring. You need to you need to get up on Resonance of Fate. I should. Now's the time. I should. Anytime anybody asks so, me about RPG combat systems, I'm like, just go play Resonance of Fate or End of Eternity in Europe play that game yeah, that is so, my uh, first uh, recommendation play some old as jrpgs don't force yourself to play through them because you might realize <laughs> that some standards back in the days were a little bit like especially a slower pace um than, than we're used to today but uh, give it a shot play some old as so, so, uh, so let, let me get this right basti your first recommendation for a happy feel-good game is like a game about like an immortal guy with tons of like super set stories that you find to read look like yeah. you have to get the family together yeah. um you have a lot of weird wacky uh, japanese humor and kids and weird stuff and um it's inappropriate yeah. humor for the dramatic storytelling and stuff so, i'm yeah. also thinking like like nice long now's the time to play your long games like yeah. you got you know you got something to come back to it's like binging a netflix series at this point like you can you don't have to worry about getting broken by by anything else that's that's gonna normally get in your way of play because you're not going out as much. So yeah, no, I I agree. Our our old RPGs, even current RPGs, play some play some long games. That's what I'd like to to echo. Searcher, do you have any recommendations for actually you know feel good good vibe games? I I think uh, I think this week is a pretty good uh, a pretty good spot right with both of because of the Doom Slayer. <laughs> You every single time you uh, refer to that game now, you have to do exactly that every time. I will. Okay. I will. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, both of the both of the the fun crossovers, the memes have been very enjoyable. But uh, I'd say Animal Crossing and Doom are gonna be both ends of your your cabin fever spectrum, right? Like when you just want to you know chill and get outside, you can like 
uh, be extorted by Tom Nook for a couple hours, and then uh, when the rage builds, you take it out on the demon horde. That's the way. So Richard, um, yes. imagine imagine yes. there was somebody in the audience yes. who had never played Animal Crossing, right, and who was a vampire for hype, Is and who had been through hype on his Twitter timeline, being suckered into being interested uh... in Animal Crossing. Could you give like a quick rundown of what people do in Animal Crossing and why it's like a, a, a good time? The problem is like you're already asking the wrong question, man. Like you need to just breathe, okay? Breathe the fresh air because Animal Crossing isn't about, you know, what do you do? It's about what can you do, man? That, that was a good summary. I, um, so, so, so really, like I, I'm just trying to say like that game is not something that I would go into – with a ton of constraints, it's it's really like a just to do what feels interesting to you at the moment because the long-term planning will will either be a blessing or a curse because it, it is really long-term in that game. I'm talking like could could be up to months, you know, um, which I'm sure you, you encountered on your hype timeline. I, I, I know they were talking about like like some of the newer stuff like the terraforming is coming in like a couple weeks after you start playing that game. So it's really just it's really just a game where you want to you want to not set too many progress expectations. You want to um, not worry about getting to specific milestones or doing certain achievements or unlocking a thing. It's 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 super good if you want if you're in the mood to just detach and just wander around and kind of do the thing that looks interesting to you. It's like I'm gonna go fishing or I'm gonna go for for uh, shells or I'm gonna you know spruce up my house. Like there's it's not something that I would get into for uh, for that kind of game loop. Uh, satisfaction that a lot of people. I'm, I'm I'm not sure if uh, Marcel is still listening. I think Marcel actually passed. No, I am. Out I am now. actually. No, I, I was just wondering when he said that for a month, like I wasn't sure if he was talking about the play playtime or the lockdown. But you know, maybe like it. It feels like this is one of those singularities where like exactly the perfect game comes out at exactly the perfect time. Is that are you talking about Animal Crossing? Yes. Okay. Are you going to get this game? Uh, will you play multiplayer with me? Yes. Really? To be honest, yeah, sure. Um, you heard it here first, audience. Right. To be honest, like uh, I'm in the same boat uh, as Marcel, as uh, I've Sexy? never played in uh, absolutely, <laughs> as I played the uh, never an Animal Crossing game before, and this yeah. will be also the first time I get an Animal Crossing game because I the fuck I need to understand why everybody loves that game because every time I watch trailer footage, Nintendo Direct, yeah. whatever, I'm like the fuck. I, it's it's really hard to to kind of describe. It's like imagine if. Farmville was good. I don't know. It's just, it's just a really chill thing, man. It's just there for the chill. Did you know I, I wrote for Farmville for my thesis that I got a degree for? Uh, another degree, uh, one that we haven't discovered here, because your degrees are like fucking Pokemon. <laughs> Diglett. Diglett. Best fucking. What is Diglett? Diglett's the best. Po Pokemon? Were you here for that episode? No, he. I think he maybe. No, there was a, no. I don't think he was. You got to listen to some back episodes, baby. Diglett. Oh, I need to. I need Diglett to. is best Pokemon. But yeah, no. I. Uh, so I guess you know this is a good lockdown moment for us because I just found out that we're all getting fucking Animal Crossing. That's kind of yeah. weird. That's so weird. What about the other one? What are you going to be playing? So, the other actually, one? I had one quick question uh, for yeah, you, sure, Richard, sure, sure. real quick. Yeah. Because if there's one thing that is like more. You know, like that, that I see more discussions around, like more drawn front lines yeah. than, I don't know, Bernie versus Biden. It's the question, what's your take? Tom Nook, like 
brutal capitalist exploit or uh, actually like guardian angel insane? I, I think we've actually talked about that before. So we, we briefly talked about it before, but you know, like, again, like it's it's a very current like it's it's ripped straight from the headlines these days. Twitter, everybody talks about Tom Nook and like what's it, what his deal is? Is he a good I'm, guy I'm or is he a villain? You, you stumble off of a train, not in this one, but you know, in other games, you you stumble into town homeless with no job, and he gives you an interest free loan that you can pay back anytime you want. So I mean like yeah I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that that Tom Nook's not a hard pipe hitting motherfucker because like I don't think he's like a <laughs> I don't I I don't think he's like a like a business tycoon I think like one day Tom Nook's just going to come into your house and be like man you know we've sure been through a lot together anyway there's like this perky chicken down the road and I need her fucking knocked off like here's my Tom Nook lead pipe you make sure that she is in the fucking garden by tomorrow morning, and you're just terrified, you know, because Tom Nook, you know, he's the he's the fucking Godfather. But yeah, I don't think he's like he's it's a, it's like a money making scheme. I don't think he's like a super capitalist uh, pig dog. I think he's, I think I think if you cross him, he's gonna fucking erase you. So you would say that Tom Nook definitely fucks. I I I think Tom Nook is the kind of guy that like just comes in and starts eating your food, and like staring at you. And then, like, if you ask him what's up, he kneecaps you. Like, I wouldn't fuck with Tom Nook. Okay, thanks. But, That's yeah. some good advice. I'm going to play that game for the first time. Thank you. That's yeah. helpful. Generally a nice um, dude, though. Uh, one game that I, like, uh, always appreciated for, like, you know, being, like, a really feel-good game in terms of, like, the music being super upbeat, the colors yeah. and everything, and that a lot of people compared to Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, it doesn't seem to going. be like it's that close. Uh, you probably know where I'm going. Yeah. I'm, of course, going to Viva Piñata. Mm-hmm. which is, as they sang, filled with fun. And I really, really like those games, Viva which was Pinata, out of character for me back then. Viva Pinata is great. Like I, my, my, my SO is not typically into into games, but that was one that we got her into. Like, uh, There's something special about Viva Pinata. Yeah. And much like much like Tom Nook, you know, there's a point in Viva Pinata where they say, oh, oh no, your Pinata, he's uh, not going to make it. You better just bash his fucking brains out. Which are candy. Here's a shovel. And I, I really as a character from a Coen Brothers movie, though. Uh, yeah, I could see William H Macy as Tom Tom Nook. I mean, Tom Nook also like he sounds like like uh, you know that would be a character in like I don't know like Gangs of New York or something or uh, what's what's the what's the 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 series <laughs> in 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 Birmingham? Uh, oh, Peaky Blinders? Blinders. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, Tom Nook runs with those guys. They're like that guy runs with Tom Nook, and he's like, whoa, 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 but don't don't say his name too loud. Exactly. You're gonna get us uh, all you, killed. Do you remember like those like the, those mating dances? Those were amazing. The romance dance. Like, how they all like like different music. Yeah, everybody loves the it romance. Was good. Yeah, different uh, dance moves and everything. Yeah, Viva Pinata. Can you get that on anything currently, or do you gotta crack out like your 360? Well, it is uh, on rare replay. Ah. And as such, it is, of course, they're also playable via the Basti. This is your chance. They're playable on, say it. Xbox Game Pass. There you go. Thankfully, mm-hmm. that's like our, that's our, you know, bills paid for another month. It's a Thank legendary you, item, Heroes. It's Xbox Game Pass. I, I kind of went to Bane at the end there. I'm sorry. I thought I could stick with Deckard Kane, but. No, like, it was, it was a good, it was a good Deckard at the it, start. It was, it was a like, valiant effort. It was like Deckard Bane. Deckard Bane. Nice. Yeah. He was molded in this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell uh no uh, viva pinata is dope so, so but uh, does the rare replay one have the um have the dlc 
Uh, I believe it's bo uh, both like for the core games. I think it should be everything. It does not have the racing game. Did one of you guys play that? No. no. I played that for a bit. And for the achievements? achievements? You fucking nigga. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, actually, no. It was also like, you know, like that was um, right around the time when when uh, my, uh, what is what is now deemed my fiance and I got together. And like she also was not a video game player, but like she did, really did enjoy uh, Vio Pinata. And so the racing game was a chance to maybe branch out into a different genre. Um, did not work. It's a but, chance for, for all you listeners out there to congratulate Marcel on his future wedding. Oh, let's not, let's not get, let's not get, no, I didn't say all that. He's off the, he's off the market, ladies. I'm uh, still available for Tom Nook or uh, Todd <laughs> Howard. Or Todd Howard, yeah. Or or the other. Naturally. Either one. Um... It's gonna be. That's like oh, a. I just, I just want to say something. Now I forgot yeah. it because you distracted me with Todd. I thought you were picturing. It was like, a weakness. I thought you were picturing your own kind of like uh, Twilight esque uh, teen romance novels with Todd Howard and Sam Lake both vying for your affection, and you're just kind of blushing. Which one of them would be the vampire? And who would be the werewolf? Obviously, Sam Lake's the motherfucking werewolf, and I, also obviously, Todd Howard's a vampire. True. Hmm. I'm not convinced, but we'll we'll save that for like another like uh, like after hours. Uh, I guarantee maybe. you, okay. And you might actually have this opportunity. You ask Sam Lake whether he's a vampire or a werewolf. He'll tell you werewolf. Hit him up on Twitter. <laughs> if if I, if out. I ever if I ever if I ever meet either of them, I will definitely ask. Just, this just blurt that out when you see him in a hall somewhere. Yeah, I, 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 I once saw him in a hall at Gamescom, and he didn't. He was he was just looking like a normal person. He didn't make the face, and I was super disappointed. Hey, hey Sam, hey Sam, there's one thing I always asked, wanted to ask you: if you had a chance to be a werewolf or a vampire, yeah, do that. He'd that doesn't you. sound weird at all, right? He'd sell you DLC. Uh, yeah, actually, thank you. Fantastic segue. Of course, yeah. you know it's maybe not such not such a good uh, feel good game or like bright and happy. But the first DLC of the official Projector Lunchcast Game of the Year 2019, nope. Control, nope. is coming out next week. Not the that's not the case. And is it really? No, on on aggregate, it, it was our Game of the uh, Year. Yes. That doesn't mm -hmm. count. Uh, these are stacked averages. I will edit this to. It uh, was it uh, wasn't my number one. It was Richard's number two. I think for Busty was number two or three. Mm, two. So yeah, on average, Control is our Game of the Year 2019, yeah, but, uh, and we, the first DLC, the Foundation, on a bell curve. is coming out this next is, week. I've been robbed. Is it? That's that's cool. You got to help yes, that fucking janitor, right? No, you help. Uh, what's her name? Marshall, like the head of the Rangers. She went uh, missing in the Foundation or something. What? So there's there's a new there's a new ability, like some new uh, side mission. I think like they said, like playtime is around five hours or something. That's fantastic. Nice. So um, I'm I'm hyped for that. Yeah. That's great. Good so, game. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess it's coming faster than my Sekiro DLC, which was the game of the year from last year, if you can remember correctly. This is not how aggregates work. I, well, nobody said it was on an aggregate. Look, this, this is not a caucus. This is like a normal straight-up election. First of all, you're a, a fuck, you're a caucus. Second of all... No, uh, I'm a Caucasian. <laughs> In theory. No, I, like, here's how it works. It is, it is Richard's game of the year featuring Marcel and Basti. So anyway, it seems like we got a little <laughs> bit off track. In this um, podcast? But I'm, I'm glad that at least we got Sam and Todd in this. Uh, also, yeah. another game that I personally absolutely like uh, for, for a long time was my good good, good vibes, feel-good game that I would love to play in the summer when it's sunny outside and stuff. Mm -hmm. Sid Meier's Pirates. So come on, like everything really? about the music, okay. 
the music is super happy and upbeat like it's a bright colorful world like the the, the new version from when was it 2005 or something yeah like the super colorful graphics i love that game like it, for, for me that is a super also you know because it's not that difficult it's not that crazy or weird or challenging like that is a really feel good game for me man the pirate the pirate game if you think about it right we're we're working from home right we're supposed to be self-isolating, social distancing. That's the responsible thing to do. So we've theoretically got, you know, up to up to, you know, 48 hours right before we need to do anything. So we might be able to beat like the first part of Sea of Thieves. I mean, we can do that, Bust. You got Xbox Game Pass, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And it yeah. would be always just download a game i always wanted to play because now is the right time yeah. and xbox game pass is great for that you just oh go God. in there download 10 oh, games shit. at once no, and then no, try no, them out it. uh, mute, mute it's bassy. good busty 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 like you have to hold out on them like if you if you like go all in at once they won't pay you yes for the next well, for the next episode you just you know, meet it out meter you, it out you gotta be like but maybe i like stadia more hmm. they mm-hmm. also revamped mm-hmm. phil how about that oh don't please let's let's not talk about stadia <laughs> that should be a weekly segment. Let's please not talk about Stadia <laughs> with Basti. Exactly. <laughs> um, but also, they I think they revamped that like they they created a whole new like uh, tutorial campaign or something for Sea of Thieves, right? So it's not that sandbox. So, yeah, and that was the thing. Richard, yeah. Richard, please enlighten the boy. Oh, okay. So uh, Marcel and his uh, his fiance wanted to hop in and try Sea of Thieves, so I also picked it up like an idiot because it was on sale. Um, so we hopped in and tried the tutorial content. Now, this could be because we're both, you know, boomer idiots. But uh, what the fuck? Yeah, who is that, we both? You, you and I. Um, that campaign. No, I was a great pirate. You, it was real bad. It was real bad. Anyway, but I mean, let's say we could even play it correctly. That campaign only saves at intervals of like so. So a a mission, a, a kind of story chapter, right, is broken down into like four or five things. You know, it's like, oh, you find the ship. It's around here somewhere. Now you've got the map. Now you got to go find another wreck. And, you know, you do that stuff. And we're kind of realizing as we're piecing this together that we would have to play for a good three. Was it three or four? Like a multitude of hours before it would actually kind of. Multitude of hours. Yeah, before it would save the progress that we did. Hmm. Yeah. Well, but, you know, again, I'd be happy to to give that a try. And also, like, for listeners, yeah, I think, like, Sea of Thieves is, if you find some friends, and again, you know, it's on on Xbox Game Pass, it's on PC, Mm -hmm. that can be, like, a really fun game. Like, if you have to make your own fun a little bit, but you can have a good time. Also, as the last bit on Sea of Thieves, and I will not accept any other last words after what I'm about to say. No, I got one thing to say. Richard is really, really fucking bad at sailing ships. You're out of your goddamn mind. If you're at the wheel, it's it's your fucking job to make sure the ship doesn't Sail onto rocks. Anyways, oh, let's go on to the next yeah, game no, right wait, here you now. You tell that to somebody no, who's please, supposed to hold no, the please. brakes on the boat because we just kept hitting stuff because you guys couldn't figure out how to lower the anchor. This is unbelievable. That was not me. That was her. I always blame it somebody else. Anyway, the water in that game looks amazing. It's it's probably the prettiest water I've ever seen. I, I have to agree. I can't think of. And the storms water. also like the storms. Storms, spectacular. F- wonderful. God, you, you suck it. at that. But yeah, that, Anyways, that's, as you yeah. heard, Busty, there was no trauma at all. Like we had a great time. Nobody fantastic. fucked up repeatedly by sailing onto rocks. It was great. Fucking it could not stop the ship to save our goddamn lives. Oh, uh, actually, literally. <laughs> actually, literally, yes. Man. But the, the, that's that's kind of a good thing. Is like I think we seem to be picking out games where you're outside, which all might be depressing, right? Like as this goes on, might be. No, mm. no, we're supposed to be positive in here. What's another feel-good game? Mm. What's another Bunker Jam 2020? 
Well, um, yeah. Who, who, who like, does? Is there any company besides Nintendo that you feel has like a reputation for making feel-good games? It's clearly not Sony because they only made sad dad games these days. Uh, Two Point Hospital. Yeah, the 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 Wallace and Gromit looking thing. Holy shit! That like the the humor, even though you would you can put it like in a in a in the category, it's actually not funny, but it's funny somehow. It's, it's, it's dad it's jokes, very right? Very wacky. Yeah, it's dad jokes. Yeah, but it's. Uh, from the art style to the writing to sound design, everything is so dead jokey that uh, it's actually actually brilliant. It's a Which game nice is this now? two point hospital. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, you can sink a shit ton of time uh, into that game while its management game is also like incredibly funny. So you you chuckle a lot, you're having a good time. It's not too hard. The progression of like I played that in the last couple of days a bit, mm-hmm. and I like it a lot. Am I the only one who really, really missed hearing Basti say Katigori on this on this podcast? I it's almost as good as when he says Pikachu. Well, his name is Pikachu. Uh, but yeah, no, is is yeah, there actually is I'm there confused. is there any other companies that you can think of that besides Nintendo that have like this this reputation for like you know being um, like um, a lot of colorful? Fr- yeah, I mean, Rare uh, obviously back uh, in the day du- we, we talked fine. about several Rare games already. Double Fine. Yeah, Double Fine is a good good example. Yeah. Really. Yeah, because it feels like a lot of their stuff maybe is like some like broken ages. It would not be the first thing I think of for like you know being upbeat and, and happy. Well, you should be thinking of Psychonauts, which is a joy. Hey, isn't there a second game coming out this year? Hey, Busty, do you think it's going to be available on State Xbox Game yeah. Pass? Oh. oh, nice. Actually, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to playing that because I I heard so much good things about the first game. I never played it, but I'm I really want to play. Uh... Yeah, that makes sense. Just play the sequel. That's that sounds like a good time. Um, it sounds like a much better thing to do. Yeah, really. Look, allegedly, allegedly, the first game I ever oh, played fantastic. was Halo Two, and I turned out like a normal functioning human, anyways. Um. Mm. Yeah. No. Like mm. stacking. Stacking is charming, and short. That's a great time. I never played. Oh. 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 But you reminded me of something. Thank you. Was it stacking? Uh, what, the game that I'm called? talking about? Because it, it should be. No. I feel like it should be stacking. Uh, costume quests. That's also them. Costume, yeah, actually, that's what you remind me of. Thank you, Richard. Costume Quest yeah. is a super charming. So, in stacking, like, is it just a puzzle game? Like, do you have separate levels, or is there a story? How does it work? I've, I've only seen like it's the, it's the what are called Matryoshka or something, right? Yes, I'm not gonna try and say it, but it is all the things you just said. It is a puzzle game with multiple levels and a story. But yeah, you you play as multiple kind of stacking dolls of different sizes, and they've each got a unique thing that they do. So you just kind of uh, try to collect them to do the right thing to get like oh i need to get onto this uh train platform i need the conductor because he can open the gate and like this guy he's at the restaurant and he's got noisy toots and that clears out the room you know so it's like stuff like that um but it's it's uh got a wonderful style and i think it is it is a joy to play they also did uh headlander which is a lot of fun i like the the cave never played that one the cave yeah the cave yeah there's that uh, they they also did Brutal Legend. Well, I mean that is obviously the most metal game ever. Yeah. Because it had it had it had Lemmy. Who else was there as voice actors? Was was Rob Halford in there? I mean, uh, what's his face? The Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, yeah, Ozzy was there. Uh, Lemmy was there. There's a bunch. I, I bet. I bet if you if I cracked open a page for Brutal Legend, was I would was, see. was Dio no. there as well? Yes. No. That you're thinking of Pick a Destiny. The Tenacious D those. movie where the Dio poster yes, talks to yeah, him. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Rip Ronnie, a uh, fantastic singer. Um, 
so yeah but yeah thanks for reminding me uh, costume quest is also a super charming game yeah absolutely loved it yeah we're getting we're getting twee as fuck on this podcast we're getting what uh cute kawaii oh no it's happening to you so you so so marcel has decided that he's going to get the final fantasy 7 remake and uh he's slowly transitioning uh to just a grade a 1990s style old-fashioned weeaboo that's not true. I've played that game before, and I'm still normal. You just said kawaii. Tell me about your waifu, Marcel. Tell me about your bento box, Marcel. Well, my waifu would obviously be um, uh, Chloe Fraser from Uncharted, or Triss wow. Marigold from The Witcher, naturally. This, that this is this is powerful. I'm glad I'm in another building. Why? Just to just to avoid some of this. So, if you're talking about really uh, good-looking kind of whimsical games, is anybody up on that Ori tip? None of you guys play Ori. Uh, I figured I figured at least Basti would have played Ori. So I um, played Ori a, a bit, but the problem is that this kind of like super cutesy art style and very heartbreaking, whatever. And then oh yeah, it's very, yeah the beginning of that game is sad as fuck. And then yeah, later the second on, one's also supposed to be very very sad, very, very rough platforming. God. Okay. And kind of bolts hard game uh, play that was for me like I always wanted to no I'm not blaming that game like that, that the game did it like that it's perfectly defined with that genre etc but I always wish that Ori had like if there would be one game where I would love to have an easy mode where I could just like chill and and soak in the atmosphere etc then it would would be Ori. Yeah, oh, Sekiro doesn't need an easy mode. Oh, sorry. That's just a force I have it that I have. Um, no, but but Sekiro is not a game where I want to lay back and chill and soak in the nice atmosphere because it's fucked up. It's Sekiro. I, I, Do you know that's actually something you know like that I find pretty frustrating that Busty just touched on? What? So thank you, Busty, for touching my frustrated oh, spot. No. Oh, no, no, no. You took that sentence um, in the worst possible ooh. direction. And that is there. There's you know, like there's a ton of games that just like from the visuals or the art style, I would absolutely love to play. And then everybody tells, oh yeah, it's so bald, it's hard, it's so frustrating that I don't even like bother playing them because I'm like, I don't want to be frustrated. Like like Ori, for example, is like, I think one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Yeah. Everybody always tells, oh you know, it's so sad and so it's so depressing and so tough and hard. I'm like, maybe I'll just look at some screenshots. They're pretty. How many people, on average, does it take to form your opinion also, that on sells. games you've never played? That sells also. Like this is a is a very very pretty game. Is that a thing? Um, I don't know. I you just, put a ballpark just, on like how many people can I just, just. I just I take Twitter. Yeah. Divided by hype. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Minus weep. Right. And then I, I look at the number and decide if it's for me or not. That's that is nuts. That that is nuts. Why? I just I look you you play games your way. You've played a lot of good games. I like your tasting games most of the time. Uh, so I'm not trying to disparage, but the idea of being talked out of playing something by. Or like even trying something by like people, it's just weird. I'm... Hmm. No, I have to agree. With Richard or with me? I'll tell you what. I will get enough people on your Twitter timeline to agree with me, and then you'll have to agree with me. Okay, I look forward to it. I'm not gonna do that. That would make me use Twitter, and that's that. That would be unfortunate. Okay, yeah, I'm not so, trying. Okay. To, yeah. Any any other any other happy feel good i mean there is there is naturally one that if you're at home right now uh, if yeah. you if you have a couple of controllers around on almost any platform imaginable to humankind mm -hmm. except stadia sorry Oof. um and you're looking for some whimsical 
mostly fun. There is Overcooked, which I still consider to be one what, of the what, best what are you doing? split screen co-op what? games ever made in this history. This is horribly irresponsible what you're doing, sir. The, well, it, no, these like, deaths no, will be on your hands. Like a, overcooked is like a lot of good things. Maybe just don't overdo it. No, I don't understand how you can say that. Like people are locked in a room together, essentially. <laughs> They're like, you two, you two should play Overcooked. That's sadistic. Like this is a time where we have to 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 take care of each other, right? <laughs> you just where pulled. This is like a mix between that scene in Dark Knight where Joker just throws like a broken pool cue between two people and tells them to fight it out and something that Tom Nook would ask you to do for a favor. Yeah. So you're not agreeing that it's it's a fantastic game to play with each other? I mean, like, the I had the most fun playing Overcooked with you guys, but that's because I could go home at the end of the day. So you did not... You, you, you would still, you say, would you you say if you have... You refuse to play Overcooked 2 with me. <laughs> that's true. So, in the face of that pandemic, would you, Marcel, I ask you here in that podcast, play Overcooked 2 with me? Oh. I mean, I mean, sure, if we were in the same room, I'd be happy to play Overcooked Wait, no, 2 with you. Wait, no, can't you play Overcooked uh, over, like, the... the no. Um, yeah. No. You no. Can't? Whatever you want to say, no. Can't you play it over the internet? doesn't exist, no. I yes, I can't play it online. Uh, yeah, you, you two should play Overcooked together. Yeah, Sure. I'd, I'd be happy to. I'd be delighted to. Specifically, you two. Boom, oh, what, what's that? Oh, what's that? My internet's burning down right now. Sorry, gonna go. <laughs> oh, I, o- over, overcooked is fun, but yeah, man, that, that led to some heated moments. I think. Again, like you know, you gotta take take things in in measure, you know. Yeah. It's it's possible to overdose on a good overcooked. Uh, and then you get angry and argue with people and get shouty like Richard. I think we over. Richard is a really, really Richard is a really, really sore winner. What is I I don't know how we've all remembered Overcooked differently because I don't think we won much. We we, we did we, we did we, end up we got three stars yeah, at three all stars levels, especially right? towards the end when we started playing without Busty. Look, we had wait 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 what the fuck. So when we were still playing, we were like 80% through through the game and we never stopped playing before we had three stars in a level. So how can it be that you say that after I stopped, aka left, that all of a sudden you started to get three stars in each level when there was a case before that all along? Like, are you, are you telling bullshit? True story. story. True story. True story. I, I feel like some of those games, sorry, some of those levels... It's easier with three people than with four because, like the the number yeah. of like uh, yeah. of money you have to earn, the amount of money you have to earn from tips, it goes, yeah, it goes way down. It is higher with more players. Like with right. some of them, it feels like with three, it's actually easier than with yeah. four, regardless if they're a busty or a normal person. What I, <laughs> what I also, I mean, I think you might want to take away from this uh, uh, audience is that uh, listen to how we talk about our time playing Overcooked, and then decide for yourself if you actually want to play Overcooked. That might be a good advice. We got an uh, we got like a parental parental thing like this is explicit language right it's marked as such I believe so yes would you say that Mount Your Friends is a fun game to play fuck yes now that on the other hand that will Mount Your Friends will create a a unspeakable bond between you and your friends that you'll never forget or want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> it is it is very colorful there is a lot of motion and things um. The same like Dang, you, dangling around, very much, very moving. much dangly. Don't don't betray yourself and put the the work filter on. 
where it's just a giant zipper. Like, just let let it go, man. Let it. We were talking about the breeze hitting your face. Just let something else just just bathe in your eyeballs. Uh, but that is a good point. I think I think uh, some some local co-op gems might help ease some cabin fever tensions. Um, and like if you're overcooked. Looking, not like overcooked. If you're looking for overcooked, but kind of like without being able to be mad at anybody, you're looking for gang beasts. Or if you're also into that floppy person genre and want co-op, uh, Human Fall Flat is a great time. It's always fun. Actually, Gang Beast makes me super aggressive. I don't like, understand. Fuckers. Yeah, because like that is like the simplest. It's like getting what mad is... in a bouncy castle. Like it doesn't make any sense. Well, have you ever been in a bouncy castle with me? Oh no. Think about it. I don't want to think mm. about it. No. What about is there... no? And what what's the name of like the the, the climbing around game like Heave Ho? That's like a super yeah. fun co-op game like that. Actually, you no, know, you all play together. So what is like that? Overcooked. It's um, think think kind of mount your friends in terms of like grabbing on and throwing okay. momentum being the the mechanics. But uh, like you got like each trigger yeah. controls one hand, so you have to hold on like to a friend or something and swing around. And but it's co-op. Like every player has to reach the end of the level together. So it's like a two D co-op physics platformer where you control like two flopping hands to 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 hold on and we played that for a ton like uh at new year's, new year's eve like with also like some people that never play video games they had a blast playing their game mm. uh it's also i think it's fairly cheap i don't know if it's on all platforms i played it on the switch but i think it's on yeah. most platforms right that's i think definitely on switch as well. switch has on. switch has a lot of these uh snipper clips is a fantastic time with a couple people True. snipper clips is really True. good and Even I, playing with richard was fun yeah, that's but, true. I mean, I mean, but we have to, to keep one thing in mind, mm-hmm. like especially with the switch, we're talking about we're living in time of social distancing, right? Yeah. So and then I'm thinking like there's probably either, people that can't distance themselves. So this is true. This yeah. is true. But, you know, like if you're stuck with a couple people, but we need solutions for online stuff, and you don't want to force people to use the online environment uh, with the switch. I got one. Uh, I got a ton of online recommendations also. Yeah, but Richard, please go first. Yeah, I think if you want to get get wild and find sides of yourself that you never knew it existed in this uh, in this bunker esque time, uh, you should get on some dreams. You should get up on that dreams. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, I I mean even even if you get the the creating your own stuff thing out, like even if you're not into it, I mean for the price, it's still like thirty buck, right? Like I don't think it ever scaled. 40. Yeah okay. Um, but but the the, I think the, I put, the, the yeah. game Here's alone. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, the game, game that comes problem. with it from from Media Molecule and also a lot of the stuff online is is it was worth my time at least. Yeah, absolutely weird, bizarre, and at the same time somehow beautiful. Yeah, like there's a lot of really interesting stuff on there. So and, and it's it's essentially endless, right? Because people are making new stuff every day. So yeah. that that might be a fun. Um, doomsday dive. I mean, Is also just- like you probably have to spend the next four weeks of of the the whole four weeks of the lockdown anyway to just play through all the tutorials. I mean, so. yeah, if if you want to learn how to make stuff, but uh, once you once you pick it up, it gets a little more intuitive. It's kind of fun. So Richard, is it just me or is it absolutely terrifying to you as well when Busty says wistfully, bizarre but beautiful? Yeah, I don't know what dark corners of dreams Busty's been in. I mean, there's got to be some dark corners by now, right? Yeah, there's already there, like, there, there's so been have, some weird shit since. Have either of you guys tried to build anything in Steam? Uh, sorry, in, in Steam in Dreams so far, Busty. Have you tried building something yourself uh, or just consumed? I, yes, I played around, but not not really like. 
So it was more like prototyping if certain things work out, so not real concept of a game or whatever. So yeah. Sounds like game development kind of like, so far. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, you don't I'm still in the tutorial phase. You don't always, you don't have to even get in there with the idea of doing your own game either. You can just be like, I really want to make a character, and somebody like the 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 share uh, the sharing concept of that is like um, when you make something, you can put it up on the Dream Dream Escape Dream Sphere. I forget yeah. what it's called, Dreamiverse, and like other people can download that and remix it if you allow them to. Um, like they can they can make it their own do what they want. So like if you're like, okay. I just want to mess around with the logic and make a make a platform character. Uh, so you download someone else's model, download someone else's level, and then you're just plugging in that. Or if like I, I just want to make assets, I just want to, you know, make a a, a a shopping cart or whatever. Like you do that, and then you can just put that out there for other people to use in their creations. So depending on where you want to focus, because I do think like Basti said, if you want to learn everything that's in that game, because it is a little game creation. Tool. Tool, right you're learning a little bit of modeling you're learning a little bit of audio <laughs> animation uh level design all that stuff if you want to learn all that stuff it take it forever but um so richard yeah i think the audience would be thrilled to hear what you've been working on in dreams hmm. well I'll, uh, I'll i'll definitely uh you know uh we're a little early in development and we want to keep uh you know keep keep the hype train rolling um no uh for me i i i, I was messing around with um with uh, projects as a learning thing also they do really cool kind of events in that to to inspire inspire you so like all right this week is valentine's day so do like a love theme or like this is a western theme or and you just make whatever you want and throw it up there for for points and fun so what events wait is, is there a battle pass there is a battle pass um, yes it's not real somebody just made it and put it on the atmosphere oh. so you just download it okay. and then you go through a battle pass but i cannot spend money on it you can spend money on the video game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's not quite the same as a battle. It doesn't give me the same warm, fuzzy feelings as a battle pass. There's some really like, the, the the other cool thing about spending the time and going through the tutorials is that it makes people's creations incredibly impressive. Like, Dude, like I, I have no idea about the tools, but like just seeing some of this stuff again sometimes pop up on Twitter, what, what people have built, like it's absolutely mind blowing to me. I, yeah. I, I cannot even begin to understand how they would do this with just yeah. a controller. At the same time, and then you're spending your evening with like going through that stuff. It's a little bit like an evening in 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 Daisy, mm-hmm. where four or five hours of your playtime is yeah. like uh, with weirdest boring stuff, and then all of a sudden you you have that one magic moment where you're like, holy shit! Mm. So prepare for you have to dig very deep into that library to find that absolutely stunning crazy stuff or i mean i think they do a pretty good job of like yeah the highest rated i mean i think if anything it's it's finding the more obscure stuff that'll be difficult because like last time i checked in their algorithm was pretty much just like stuff that got thumbs up you know which kind of which will stagnate a little bit they also have like a a newish filter right as so i tried it like last week Mm -hmm. and I realized that a lot of the meme stuff has a lot of thumbs up. It's very prominent yeah. in the Dreamverse. Yeah. So my question would be, if it's if it's based on thumbs up, how long before it starts directing children towards a flat Earth and right wing stuff? I mean, that's already on there. That's my. That's what I've been working on. Um, <laughs> it's 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 not a flat Earth. It's a it's a Earth that rests on its side, uh, and only to the right. So it's right wing flat Earth. Brilliant. That's a whole new level of of shit post shit shit castery, I guess, if it's in a podcast. <laughs> shit casting. I'll change the name on on Podbean. It'll be. Just give me a moment. 
Okay, so apart from, uh, because again, obviously it's it's the thing that always comes up, like the one company that people associate with this kind of game. Apart from Animal Crossing, to you, what is the most, like, you know, feel-good, happy vibes Nintendo game? Like, as a, a lot of what, people... All-time or reason, recently? However you feel like it. Like, a wow. lot of people seem to bring up Mario Sunshine as a game that they love to play in the summertime or something. This is the same motherfuckers that think that the Star Wars prequels are actually good, because they're young. All you children out there... I just want you to know, all right? And I consider myself a positive, supportive person that, you know, encourages you to be an individual. Um, but you're fucking wrong. Wrong about what right now? Mario Sunshine. You don't like it? I No, it's fine. There's just other better Mario games. Like every other. All right. Like Mario Kart? Like Mario is missing. No, uh, Sunshine's all right. I think of the, of the main of the mainline kind of uh, Mario games, I, I guess if you want to split those even between 2D and 3D, it is, it is, in my opinion, the weakest, but it does, you're right, have a sunny vibe. It does have some super catchy music. I don't understand how nobody took the time to explain to Bowser Jr. that Peach can't be his mom. Like, <laughs> what? what the fuck? Like, Please clarify. Like, Bowser Jr. thinks that Peach, Peach is his mom through that game? Okay. And nobody, nobody ever tells him any different or even seem to point out to him that like Bowser is the size of a two-story building and she's a person. It just seems baffling to me that nobody pulled him aside and said, kid, I don't want to, you know, think about this for two seconds. <laughs> it's weird. Mario Sunshine it's, is weird. It does sound very weird right now the way you put it. You made it weird at least. I feel like I didn't make it weird. Basti, did you make it weird? Uh, this is what they get when they try to do a storyline all right look at the look at the other ones look at mario 64 okay mario uh collect these fucking stars beat the shit out of bowser uh galaxy go across the galaxy collect these stars beat the shit out of bowser even odyssey uh you've got a possessed demon ghost hat kick the shit out of bowser i mean anytime they try to get some like nuance in there it goes real real weird real real weird yeah, Paper Mario is also going to. Why? Why is that backpack talking to me? That's that's bizarre. It's bizarre. Is there? Is just so so obviously yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff like that. Is there off the top of your head a a fun, happy, good vibes role playing game? That's a tough one. I feel like because usually you know they have like this this uh, you must save the world and everything is threatened vibe. Is there actually a super fun? Maybe what was it called? Uh, Death Spank? Oh god, I remember. Weren't those like from, from Ron Gilbert or something? Yeah. I mean but yeah, even yeah, yeah. wasn't wasn't one of the Bard's Tales really really kind of funny and cheeky? Uh the, the the last one, like yeah. before they before they rebooted it, like with four, yeah, the the, the top down one from two thousand four or five, Dragon I think. Quest. Dragon Quest. Get some good ass good ass uh, fairy We're talking tales. about family yeah. entertainment. This is not about central puff puff. You need that central puff puff. Oh yeah. Uh, tell you tell you something about values, Marcel. Yeah, or or um, I mean, if we're talking about Mistwalker, like Blue Dragon's kind of lighthearted and pretty fun. True. The characters are kind of fucking annoying, but they're so not here. like the annoying character in Blue Dragon is just as annoying as those twins in uh, in uh, Lost Odyssey. So if you can, I think that's those... also Game Pass, by the way. <laughs> Stop. Prob- probably should be yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, fluffy RPG. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm sure it exists, but I wouldn't. Um, aren't isn't the Final Fantasy Tactics like not the, not the cool one, the GBA one, like about kids having fun, a fun run. 
isn't the yeah. uh was it okay. like the, like uh something what was it called like it had like one of those weird numbers and letters names right uh probably the one the one on, i played it on ds it was a fun game dream drop distance no, no, not that one. 624 divided I mean, by on, sleep. On the shooter side, of course, it's easy. There is one game that is renowned for its spot-on progress humor. That's a Dar- Duke Nukem Forever. Dude. Dude. What's a funny dude, game. Don't, don't get me started. Oh, those <laughs> alien for, for bastards those of you are going to for those in the audience who do not know, I recently finished a Duke Nukem Forever on uh, the last Sunday. And it is, um, without wanting to disrespect anybody's hard years of work, uh, uh, probably the most dreadful big-budget video game I've played in my entire life. It's dreadful. Hey, first of all, you just disrespected a couple hundred people, uh, maybe even a thousand people's years of hard work, judging by the credits. Just when I finished playing that game, I just had one thought in my mind, and it was, thanks, Randolph. Did you look for yourself in the credits? Because that seems like a game you could accidentally be credited for. <laughs> like yeah and like also uh, like we, we didn't have time to like find out all people thank you to most of the games industry no I, i'm not in there but uh, yeah that was not a good video game at all but borderlands is a is a fun happy good times video game right right richard i i look man i'm not gonna sit here and try to pretend that borderlands is a bad game i think i think it's 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 cool and i played uh i played one a lot I, I personally found the writing into to be incredibly grating. Like worse she played than Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it takes to get me out of it. But um but I, I find I find this the, the, the internet memory funnery of, of two to be grating. Almost as bad as Failsafe and Destiny, but really Failsafe's fun sometimes. Shush. She has a she has a few fun lines. Shush. Yeah, I, but the the shooting the shooting's still great. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. The level up stuff is kind of cool. Uh, I I haven't tried the third. I, I think two really kind of knocked the uh, knocked the wind out of my sails on on Borderlands. Way to bring it down. Hello? Yeah, like let's let, we should finish on a high note. Finish so, on a low. Uh, <laughs> you you gents you gents uh, yeah. why let's start again with Basti. Basti, do you want to give like people one last recommendation for you know until next week when they can look forward to in these dread and dreary times uh, towards a new episode of projectile lunchcast or the projectile at homecast or whatever the fuck it's going to be rebranded at i don't know because the fuck do i know about marketing mm-hmm. um one game that you know people should feel like if they if they're looking for like something upbeat uh, some happy times give them one last recommendation from the Basti vault do as i do and try again for the third time to get into Final Fantasy XIV, what I'm trying <laughs> right now. Almost level 50. But are you a bunny girl? No, I'm a male cat person. You're doing it On well. the hunt for bunny girls. Okay, okay. I was going to say you're doing it wrong, but no, I think that's... All I can say is that you're doing something. I'm for trash bunny. This crime. No, like uh, the like, I reached finally the point where the story becomes really, really good. You just have to so, so only like level forty plus. Only only three hundred hours in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, no, I'm I'm really enjoying that. And also, uh, they they strike a weird balance between oh, there's a very dramatic Final Fantasy ass story, and uh, very uplifting and nice characters and stuff. And it's it's a good MMO. It's All really right. good MMO. Yeah. Until I will probably stop playing next week again. That's that's beautiful. Because you're playing, because you're playing Sea of Thieves with your with your. No, uh, no, we're all gonna look for fossils on our island. 
True. All right. So we got we to gotta play Sea of Thieves tomorrow night. I, I mean, today night. <laughs> today as night. So it comes out yes. live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And live. then tomorrow we can start playing the, the animal game. We have to maintain the fantasy that this podcast is live because my editing is not good. Exactly. It's like and any any mistakes you find is just because it's life. It's not because yeah, we're just exactly. Else. I'd like people to think that that's that's not the best we could do. It's just like <laughs> no, no. I'm super. I'm super. I'm super grateful for Richard's efforts in editing. It's much appreciated. Wow, fantastic. Can we cut that out? That sounds never. Like uh, that's going to be the new intro. Nice. I like it. Okay, Richard. Since yes. Busty still doesn't seem to have a fucking idea what like upbeat means and just comes up with like weird epic JRPGs, do you have any recommendations for our dear and faithful listeners? Fuck yeah! It's time to get into Neo Two. Uh, super upbeat. Cat <laughs> <laughs> uh, is brilliant, though. There's a squishy cat. There's a plant people. Gotta love all that. Uh, there's endless combos. I've been killed by some straight up bullshit. Um, it's it's a great time. So. Get upbeat, kill some yokai, uh, get into some of the weird creative character things that people are doing online. That's fucking bizarre. Fantastic time. Uh, very, very good. Thank you. Very sure. Cool. You dumb. F- I, I, I'm, I'm um, really happy that I think your audio just cut out at the perfect time. So I, I will make up for Richard. Yeah. Uh, but I have two games because neither of you seem to be able to one of them meets all of our criteria it's colorful it's fun it's it's upbeat it's humorous it's local co-op or i think these days even online uh multiplayer castle crashers yeah yeah castle crashers is a fun ass video game that's a good game it's a really good game and yeah you can you can play it with friends uh, it's it's quite meaty like you can spend a lot of time in there if you want to like collecting all the weapons and hats and shit mm-hmm. um I, I highly recommend it. You know, it's not normally my favorite genre, but Castle Crashes is a really, really fun video game. Agreed. And then a my last recommendation would probably be because I think at this point it's it's on all platforms. It was also I think free on various ones like with PlayStation Plus and stuff like that. And it's also one of the most pretty games ever made in my book, mm-hmm. uh, Rayman Legends. Very good. Yeah. Just That's like the Black Betty, le- the Black Betty level alone yeah. is like. Most fun you can have in a game, I think. The music levels are great. Uh, I think there's a lot of fun in that game. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, despite Busty's and Richard's efforts to undermine this conversation, that was uh, today's episode <laughs> on on happy games without yokai <laughs> or whatever the fuck you happen to find the final. Slay them yokai. Yeah. No, um, Busty. If people want to express their gratitude and or disgust with you being back on on the podcast, how could they do that? Mm, on Twitter at Bastian Thun, T-H-U-N. Richard, um, people seem to have like a really, really hard time remembering your Twitter handle, even though it's super straightforward and easy and the same every week. I don't get uh, it. Could you remind them again? Absolutely. As always, you can find me at Callout Shelter. Uh, it's where we get together and just give Todd Howard radiant quests. Um, do you think he wanted to port Skyrim to all that stuff? No. No, uh, he thinks we're the voice of God. So, you know, at me, join up, and we'll just tell him to do stuff. Uh, do you think that they're planning to port Skyrim to Dreams? I think they're planning to tattoo Skyrim on my forehead if I get close enough. I I pay for that. Yeah. For your forehead. Oh. Oh. Well, anyway, so dear listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, let's be honest. You hopefully, because you should be at home, you know, uh, be considerate yeah, towards other people. You got nothing better to do right now than to send an email to projectilelunchcast at gmail.com with your thoughts, suggestions, criticisms, and 
expressing your love for Marcel and or Control, our game of the year 2019. Uh, please do that. You can still uh, talk to me, of course, on Twitter at com underscore Raven. Uh, yeah, it, we. I think we all had fun today, right? I had uh, about as much fun as when we were playing Overcooked together. Blast of you, time. Deckard? Blast, Blast of a time, hero. Blast, Blast of a time, so Batman. Wait, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. Uh, stay safe. Take care of yourselves and the people around you. We look forward to being listened to by you again next week, Thursday. Until then, um, play some games. Uh, have a good time, hopefully as much as you can, and control is really fucking good. So, wait, Marcel? Um, no, the host has finished, Richard. No, hold on. I just have that? one. It's just a quick question. Just to say quick question. Quickly, okay. yes. Okay, okay. Uh, I know we talked about the Sam Lake Todd Howard love triangle earlier in the teen movie. Which one do you end up with in the end? Uh, that's not to be resolved for, for like a couple more episodes. You gotta keep people hooked to this, man. Wow. We the old school. Yeah, old school. We the old school. Yeah, old school. Been getting that money for a girl sweet as honey. Got me some roses and a little bling. I knocked at her door, she said, what you waiting for? I heard you was looking for a king. Been